Mindsets are habits our mind form by previous experiences, our beliefs that we form and we live in that habit of that belief because of previous experience that we have. Unlock possibilities by changing your mindset. You will expand what's possible for you, for the ones around you, for the world. You're moving into a land of both blind spots and learning, of things and ideas. You just crossed over into the Mindset Zone. Join your guide, Anna Malikia, founder of Solo Biz Academy, the director of education for Book Yourself Solid and a PhD in psychology. The show you are about to listen is backed by popular demand from the Mindset Zone Archive Vault. To get all new episodes, make sure you subscribe via your favorite podcast app and visit mindset.zone. Yes, instead of .com, it's .zone. There you can find the episode archive, show notes, and other amazing resources, including how to four times your success so you can work smarter, not harder, and learn how to leverage your talents to make a bigger impact while enjoying the process. All at Mindset.Zone. Hi, Anna Malikian here. And I'm in a reflection mode today because it's a quarter of 2015 has already passed. And I'm wondering if this year you did any New Year resolutions that imply a big change in your life, even if that big change is just a change of behavior habit that you really want to start something new. Because the reality is that for most people, even if they honestly intended to change some something in their lives from exercising more, losing weight and so forth, mainly behavior changes that are so difficult to implement. It's probably that if you did that resolution in the beginning of the year, by now you are you you went back to your old habits. Because the old habits are really strong. And change is not as easy as sometimes we think. But if you want to change, if what you want to change is really important to you, please don't give up or wait until next year to try again. Starting to understand why it's so difficult to change and maybe understanding how the change process works really can help you achieve your goal. So this episode is about that. And if you think... Uh, oh, I don't have enough willpower or I'm never going to be able to do it or I tried before and it didn't work or any other excuse that your internal saboteur creates for you. And yes, we, you are not alone in this one. Everybody has like that, the personal critical voice that tries to undermine their self-esteem. But that is a theme for another podcast. Today, I want to focus on change and keep listening to see what we can learn from 
how psychologists explain the change process. And first of all, it's important to underline that psychology sees change as a process, not as an isolated event that happens and is done. It's a process. And second, change the change process is complex enough to have many different models to explain it. And I'm going to focus here in a particular model of change. Just to give an example and a flavor of this change process, and this is one of my favorites. And this model of change was developed by a team of psychologists back in the 1990s. Now seems so so long ago, and the, the name of the of the people, the psychologists that developed and spoke about this model of change that I'm going to be referring to is Prozac, Norcross, and Di Clemente. And I will put the reference to one of their books about this. And it was a very interesting model because it emerged from studies of successful self-changers. So people who successfully change important behaviors in their lives without professional help. For instance, people that stop smoking without professional help. How do they do it? So they study, this is psych- psychologists study how successful self-changers did it, and then they build this model of change. And according to this model, if someone wants to change a habit or behavior, they will go through a five-stage process. So five stages for, for changing. And stage number one they call it the pre-contemplation stage. And if we are at this stage, we don't see any need to change. So we are denying. Our friends and family can think otherwise, but we don't agree with them. Imagine that we usually spend more than eight hours seated during our day. And we have a friend, a fitness expert, who keeps warning us about the dangers that eight hours seated during our day is a sedentary life. But we keep rationalizing, we keep arguing back, saying, yes, but I go to the health club a couple of times per week, or I eat very healthy, I'm not overweight, or whatever the excuse, excuse we use to justify that we are fine and we don't really don't need to change. So we can say that we are in the pre-contemplation. And of course, the pre-contemplation stage is always easy for other people saying you are there, you are denying the need of changing. When we are in that stage, we really, we, what can I say? It's pre-contemplation. Then we can move or not move on to the second stage of change. That is the contemplation. So as the name says it, we start to realize that there is something that we would be better off changing. Yet we don't know how. We don't feel quite ready to do it. So for instance, and using my example of spending more than eight hours seated, we are still using the same excuses, but we feel a little bit guilty because we now we know better. 
we know that other people that keep bugging us, like our friend that is the fitness expert, we start to see that maybe it's right. Maybe we read the uh, an article that really opened our eyes that about uh, our views about the need of movement and not spending so long seated. And maybe our last blood work shows some levels that could improve and our doctor doctor ask oh are you exercising enough um we know that we should be doing s- to be more active but it's easier to create another good excuse than really do something we can use things now we start to add to the excuses it's not the right time or oh after this project is done i will have more time to do that or really i i don't know how to go about changing this we recognize that and we we really can spend a lot loads of time in this stage and spinning our wheels without going anywhere but if we keep going and keep thinking and keep bugging ourselves with this maybe we can transition to the stage number three, that is preparation. It's when we eventually start in this preparation stage. We uh, we really start to devise a plan with concrete action steps and implementation dates. We can start thinking, okay, okay, I'm going to implement what I read in this book or in this article. I'm going to start to set the timer for 60 minutes. And when it sounds, I will go for a walk around the house. Then, if we don't take a step backwards and start to doubt our, our own plans, like saying, oh, really? A walk around the house? I should be running a walk around the house. What difference that makes? If we don't start to doubt ourselves and mining ourselves, maybe we can move on to the action stage that is stage number four of this change process we do it when the clock sounds we get up and we walk around the house even if we keep telling ourselves this is not but we do it we start to modify our behavior even if it's with a simple little baby step and I know that this is the stage, the stage of action, of doing something, even if it's a baby step, is to is the stage that have all the glory. Uh, but the reality is that this stage of making things happen, of modifying our behavior in an active way, of doing the action, could not happen without the previous stage. If we didn't have then the preparation, and if we didn't have gone by a stage of contemplation and even pre-contemplation before that. And the reality is also is if we stop with the new practice, we stop the action stage and we can very easily, and we know that, <laughs> revert into blaming and fall into the guilt game. And soon enough, we'll be at least like two steps backwards, back in the contemplation or worse, denying the need to change or arguing like, oh, I already did that, but it didn't work. So why trying? So for this work, for change really happen, not just, it's not just enough to arrive to stage number four, action. We have to keep taking baby steps in order to move to the next stage, to reach the next stage, that is stage number five, maintenance, keep it going. To sustain a new habit, 
or change in our lives, we have to go through this maintenance stage, keep going, where we begin to consolidate the new habits, behaviors, and patterns. Only if we persist, if we don't give up when we take that steps backward and keep moving forward, we'll reach a plateau where these new habits or behaviors become habits, become automatic, become like a second nature to us. But only if we go through this stage number five. This is the last stage of the change process. uh, Really when we can say, okay, uh, we changed and it becomes the new starting point to our journey of continual learning, evolving and changing. So five stages. Stage number one, pre-contemplation. Stage number two, contemplation. Stage number three, preparation. Stage number four, action. And stage number five, maintenance. And very very important. We have to keep in mind that this is not a linear process where we go from stage one to two, then three, then four, and five. The best image to describe the change process is an ascending spiral. I know that we, we say stage one, two, three, four, five, and we, when we sit in the books, when you will sit in the show notes, is linear it's the way that we write but we have to keep reminding us that this is think think about like a spiral uh, like a stairs or like any plant that do like that spiral grow there are ups and downs steps backwards and forwards is part of the process we have to keep going and learn from the relapse and if you want to make this easier for yourself get a good support team, get a buddy, get somebody that helps you. And this process can become easier or even fun when you work with others. And this process of change applies to bad habits like smoking. That is really on the the origin of uh, this model. Uh, But also applies to social accepted habits just as overworking. That is so easy to rationalize. If we want to change something like that, we also can do it by thinking about these stages. In what stage? Become, Become aware. Which stage are you? And what can you do to move to the next one? Overworking. I it's good for me, pre-contemplation. If you already are wearing out, and yes, I would like not to be so much in this overworking mode, but but I don't know how to do it. So you already probably are in the contemplation and you can move to that stage number three of preparation. What kind of things, what kind of plan can you do with concrete action steps? with some implementation dates that you can start moving forward and start to go to step stage number four, action. And really start to do things that stop that overworking. And maybe you will find out that you can be much more productive by not overworking. But 
it is so easy to fall back in the old habits. We always have to keep that in mind. So really have to keep moving forward with two steps forward, one step backwards, two step forward, one backwards, but keep moving in the right direction and go to that maintenance stage. So think about, I know that is a lot of information uh, that we can do it. And we can apply this same thinking of change and these principles to our mindsets too. Because really, mindsets are habits. Mindsets are habits our mind form by previous experiences, our beliefs that we form and we live in that habit of that belief because of previous experience that we have. So we can apply these principles to the process to change our fixed mindsets. Again, first we have to be aware that we want to change, that we are not in the pre-contemplation. We are contemplating that, okay, we know that we have a fixed mindset around something that is a self-limiting belief that is prevent us to move forward, to achieve new things, to try new things. But we don't know what to do about it. And that maybe take us to a preparation stage where we start to think about, to read some articles, do some work and start to plan, to have a plan of action with concrete steps. And then we can start implementing, doing, trying, and always keep in mind that we have to go forward and we have to practice. We have to try new things to be able to go to that final stage of maintenance. And then when we arrive there, enjoying it, feel proud of ourselves and ask what next? Because there is always the next thing, always the next challenge. That is the beauty of life. There is always something new to learn. And this, this attitude of openness to learning really and uh, going over this process of change can open the door so to many possibilities in our lives. So keep opening doors. Or if a door closed, keep try to find the windows to open and to see new possibilities out there. And as always, you can go to the show notes of this episode by going to mindset.zone forward slash the number of the episode. Today is number 23, mindset.zone forward slash 23. And I love to hear our comments and learn about your experiences. How many times what is being the behavior or the habit of your mind, the mindset is being more, more difficult for you to change that you try so many times and you, you, you are not successful yet. Remember the power of yet. You are not successful with it yet. Uh, episode 14, the power of yet. Go there because it's very, very important and powerful. So tell me about it. And you always can reach me by going to my website, by going mindset.zone. You will be in my website and you will find there the more up-to-date information on how to reach me. The comment area, the email, 
I'm I love to receive your emails. I really share this when one of my listeners send me an email telling me some of their experiences. And like always, uh, I like to make the offer to very special to service professionals who want to make a difference out there that are looking and struggling about how to get more clients. And if you want or you know somebody that needs more clients as a service professional and want to enter the mindset zone to get book solid, if you are in the USA, you just have to text from your phone to the phone number 541-255-4466. Uh, 541-255-4466, the following message, hashtag MCM for more, C for client, so hashtag MC space, first name, space, last name, space, your email. Very simple, text to 54255-4466, hashtag MC, your first name, your last name, your email address, you will receive immediately after you send, like a couple of seconds afterwards, a text message with a specific link for you that will take you to a first video of a three-video series, very short, like two to four minutes long videos that can help you enter this mindset zone to get book solid. If you prefer, or if you're via the web, or if you are outside the United States, you go to mindset.zone forward slash MC and enter the mindset zone to get booked solid. As always, very grateful that you are here listening. Have a wonderful life and keep making a difference. Thank you for listening. And remember to visit mindset.zone. Yes, instead of .com is .zone. There you can find all the episodes and other amazing resources. As always, I'm so grateful that you have crossed over into the mindset zone. Spend what's possible for you, for the ones around you, for the world.